1: post comments on facebook.com forward slash cap builder network enjoy the show
2: good evening this is mark Parham. welcome to another episode of cap builder talk real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business in our community today helping you build the capacity to change your life helping you to walk in your purpose The Cat Builder Talk Show is focused on giving you the information you need to make the changes in your life that you need to make. Because information, as you know, is key. With the right information, you can make educated decisions. Because it's go time. So, tonight's show, we're going to be talking about a couple things. But the most important thing is the Georgia Micro Enterprise Network affectionately called g is celebrating 20 years of serving entrepreneurs in Atlanta. So tonight I have Elizabeth Wilson, the executive director, and Sonia Toomer, the executive project administrator. They're going to come talk about serving entrepreneurs for 20 years, but even better, the celebration they have coming up, the events and the things that they're going to be doing to celebrate this momentous occasion. I'm going to be talking about, as normal, you know, my Cat Builder Minute, I'm going to be talking about, you know, there's more than time enough when you use the time you have. So I'm going to bring that through the Cat Builder Minute. And I'm going to be talking about upcoming events. But what I want to first talk about is last week's show. If you did not listen to that, you need to go back, go to CatBuilderTalk.com. I talked with Clark Garrison. He's a CEO of Survival Radio Network, photographer, artist. We talked about how using media can really help your business grow. So you need to go check that show out. But even more important on that show, I had an 8-year-old author, Nia Maya Reese. She's the author of the book, How to Deal With and Care for Your Annoying Little Brother. This book has become a bestseller. And Nia Maya and her mother on the show last week, they were being interviewed by Janet McCloud Montgomery from My Big Eyes. And it's just kind of cool you listen to this. Little girl who wrote this book about how to deal with her brother to become a bestseller. She's been on television, she's been all over the place with this book. So if you haven't listened to that show, I want you to go back. Go to catbellertalk.com and listen to it. Now, upcoming events. On the 23rd, there's a multilingual speed coaching event hosted by ACE, Access to Capital for Entrepreneurs going to be at the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce starting at five o'clock. So if you ever needed coaching, this is Speed Coaches, like Speed Daily. You can talk to a number of different coaches, get all the questions and that you need. Then on Thursday, DeKalb County and the Urban League of Greater Atlanta are launching a small business microenterprise accelerator program. And this program, the orientation is going to be the 24th at 6 p.m. You can go to www.ulgatl.org and register for the orientation. And the class is going to be started September 7th. But if you ever thought about starting a small business and you live or have a business in DeKalb County, you need to be there for this orientation. And the last thing I'm going to talk about, Felicia Phillips, Pink Network, is having a small business expo for women on the 26th, all day, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. One of those things you don't want to miss, if you want to try to get in touch with a lot of information about how to better yourself in business, you need to be at this all day. They're serving breakfast, lunch. They're doing everything. So you go to com and check this out and register for it. All right. Now I'm going to go to break. And when I come back, I'm going to do my cat builder minute about there's more than enough time when you use the time you have properly. And then that's going to be about three minutes. Then we're going to get right into this conversation and talk about this great celebration that G men is having. So stick with me. This is Mark Farham, cat builder talk. I'll be back in a moment.
3: couldn't get in. Sometimes, I do the same things over and over, until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better.
1: Early
0: intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at AutismSpeaks.org signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council.
1: Dear John, I'm leaving. Uncontrolled high blood pressure is serious, and I can quit whenever I want. Why can't we get back to when you checked on me? I don't want to leave. But remember, when I quit, you quit. Sincerely, your heart.
0: Listen to your heart and don't let it quit on you. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get yours to a healthy range today. For help keeping yours at a healthy range, text PRESSURE to 97779. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council.
2: Hey, this is Mark Parham, and I'm coming back. I'm going to do my Cat Builder Minute tonight, just about three minutes of information that I always think that's important. And what's really important is how we're using our time. You know, people always ask me, how do you get so much done every day? Well, you got to make sure you're using your time properly. So I'm going to go over a couple things about how to use your time, because a lot of people are wasting it, all right? I found a great article today written by Benjamin P. Hardy, and he talks about using your time properly. So I'm just going to go through a few things because for how we use our time determines everything about who we are, who we will become, what we will accomplish in our days and in our lives, how deep our relationships are, and ultimately what we value the most. So I'm going to go just through a couple things in this three minutes. Thing number one, be where you are in mind and body. If you're with your friends, be with your friends. If you're doing the dishes, do the dishes. It's amazing how bad we've gotten at being present, actually living in the world and connecting deeply. A lot of times we're in places where we're not really attached to them. Okay, Awareness is important. Full engagement in the wrong thing is no better than being distracted by someone else. So I want you to be where you are in mind and body. The next thing I want you to realize, good things are a dime a dozen. In every situation, you must ask yourself, is this the best possible use of my time? Or is this the best approach? Or am I settling for less? If it is something that is not an absolutely resounding yes, then it's a no. End of story. If you're not 100% behind what you're currently doing, then stop doing it. There are certainly better things you can be doing. The next one is be who you ideally want to be today. Okay? Who do you want to be tomorrow? How about five years, 10 years, 20 years, on your 80th birthday, your current behavior are a reflection of the future vision that you have of yourself. So be who you want to be in the future. Once you determine that, you must start acting like that person. Otherwise, you'll never become that person. One more, two more things. One, give everything to the things that truly matter and forget about everything else. Okay? It's so important. Don't worry about the things that don't really matter. Whatever it is you truly value, devote your time to those things. The things you consider best, do those and remove everything else. And the last thing I'm going to say is become the master of your own mind. That's something else I truly believe in. You've got to take control of who you are. You can master it, but you got to practice at it, all right? With reasonable time, your thoughts are constantly working on things. So I want you to be the best you you can be. But take advantage of all the time that you have, because that's all you you got. So that's my Cat Builder Minute for tonight. I am going to take another quick break, and we're going to get this conversation started about the celebration of 20 years of serving entrepreneurs in Atlanta and in Georgia. This is Mark Parham. You're listening to Cat Builder Talk. I'll be back in a moment.
1: Welcome back to the Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people. Talking about real issues facing small business and our community today.
2: Hey, this is Mark Parham and I'm back. Before I bring these two young ladies in, I want to set the stage for this conversation. You know, why do businesses love Georgia? You know, without a doubt, Georgia has become the most entrepreneurial and small business focused place in the universe, I want to say, you know, over the last few years, between 1990 and 2016, Georgia's population has grown from 6.5 million to 10.3. That's a 58.5% increase. Because big businesses are here. Big businesses versus small businesses. Georgia has over 18 Fortune 500 companies and 30 future or Fortune 1000 companies headquartered in Georgia. So that means there's a lot of small business opportunities here. There are a lot of other facts that I can run down, but Georgia right now is the right environment. But one of the things that's very needed, and what we're going to talk to these two young ladies about, is you can't do it alone. you got to have help. And tonight I have, on this show, G-Men Georgia. Micro Enterprise Network celebrating twenty years of serving people, but not just people, entrepreneurs in the Atlanta community. I wanna welcome Elizabeth and Sonia to the show. Welcome ladies. Thank you. Thanks a lot. All right, so I'm gonna start with you Elizabeth. You the big cheese CEO and executive director. <laughs> All right. So I do like a 30-second G-Men pitch to tell us what G-Men stands for and what it represents in the community, and then we'll get to talking about, you know, everything that you do there and then eventually your celebration that you're having coming up here shortly.
3: Great. Thank you, Mark, and thank you for inviting us to share some time with you this evening. We're excited for this opportunity. Uh, you haven't been around all 20 of those years, but you've been around for a little bit. So it's always good to come together with those who've been so dedicated to the work of helping entrepreneurs to start businesses. We wanted to take a pause to celebrate that work, but also to look at where the industry is, to look at opportunities for the future, and help set the course for another 20 years. Uh, GMEN, as you mentioned, stands for the Georgia Micro Enterprise Network. It is a statewide association. It is one of about 14 statewide associations here in the US that supports the organizations that support the entrepreneurs. We try to leverage uh, resources and trainings and other opportunities, bring those to the Georgia uh, enterprise organizations or what we call our members and partners who are providing direct services to entrepreneurs to make sure that the work that you do at the urban league and the work that ace does and the work that access to capital for entrepreneurs and access to uh, entrepreneurs around the state that they have the support that they need we also work in the area of policy and mm. try to create more opportunities through resources through that way
2: okay well i'll tell you what full disclosure I actually been here since 88 and I had an engineering company for about 10 years. I was a great engineer, but I really should have been <laughs> contacting g back then because I wasn't the greatest businessman. Okay. <laughs> you know, right? so I probably need to be coming in your doors a while back, but then we probably wouldn't be having this conversation. So <laughs> i tell you what, 20 years of doing what you're doing. I mean, you've had to see the climate just change here dramatically. What was it like 20 years ago? I mean, I mean, I know you weren't here then, but,
1: I mean, yeah, 20 I years was. is a
2: long time. <laughs> I mean, has the climate changed a lot? Since-
3: you, you know, Mark, one thing that's amazing to me is that so many people who were involved in the field back in 1997 are still involved in the field now because they're passionate about uh, entrepreneurship. They're passionate about helping entrepreneurs to grow. So in, in 1997, when G-Men was actually formed, it was very informal. It was just really uh, meet and greed, and we had uh, actually had offices at the Goodwill Industries off of Glenwood at the time, and we knew that other people were out there doing the work that we were doing there uh, with helping women in that community to start businesses through the Business Neighborhood Organization for Women. So we started just inviting people to come over, to eat some cookies and talk, and it turned into these informal conversations actually turned into a formal organization that would be structured to help entrepreneurs to grow their businesses. We had some initial funding, very little, but that was enough for us to have some convening. And within a year, about two or three years from the time the g actually was started, we received statewide funding to provide training and technical assistance to organizations all over the state. Not only were we able to provide training and technical assistance, but we also received funding from the Department of Human Services Mm. to provide grants to organizations so that they could receive additional training from Men. So for a 10-year period, we were a funder, just like a United Way or a philanthropic organization. We were able to provide funding to organizations to help them build their capacity to serve more entrepreneurs.
1: Wow.
2: I mean, uh, so you've seen, you've seen a lot then it's in 1997. I mean, you've had to yeah, see the climate change here.
3: The climate has changed for the good, but also, I think, for the bad. Because even though, as you mentioned, uh, Georgia is a booming state, there are opportunities everywhere, we should be much more entrepreneurial than we are And only now about 10% of entrepreneurs in the state are receiving any sort of technical assistance or support. That number is too small. Uh, We only have about 75 organizations around the state that are actually providing direct services or access to capital to entrepreneurs. That number is too small. Other states such as California, uh, Washington State, Pennsylvania, they have much more uh, access to capital, access to training. And so the businesses in those states are more stable and stronger and able to grow and create jobs and hire people. A lot of the businesses in Georgia have been able to get started, but as you noted, without training right. and technical assistance, they kind of stalled out a little bit.
2: So why do you think that is? I mean, do you think they're not asking for the technical assistance or just not available? Or what is, your, what is the reason you think that that's not occurring?
3: I think one of the reasons is because they don't know. They don't know that don't there know. is community development, financial institution that will work with them even while they have credit issues. They might go directly to the bank, they receive a turn down, and they don't know that there are these other organizations that will provide $50,000, $100,000 for them to grow their businesses. A lot of people don't know that Urban League provides entrepreneurship training. No, it they don't. No no, these, are, these are things that people just don't have an awareness of. So we've got to work on that. We have to do more creative things like you're doing to get the word out that there is support and training. A lot of people don't know that they are, that they are entrepreneurs. They think they have a hustle, you know. Yeah, they right, right, a-
2: right, right,
3: right, yeah, right, right. <laughs> the they're actually entrepreneurs. And uh, a lot of our young people, who have really great ideas and they, you know, want to get in business. They just don't know that pathway. Maybe they didn't have anybody show them the way or they've never uh, been in an entrepreneurial family. So a lot of people really need the services that uh, organizations are providing. There's just a disconnect. So that's one of the things G-Men is trying to do, bring everyone together and get the word out that there is help to help you grow your business.
2: All right, let me toss a question to Ms. Sonia. She's been out there waiting patiently. So, Sonia, as Executive Project Administrator, what role do you have in in the organization?
0: My role is to help with working with the initiatives to ensure that they are implemented from start to finish, um, Mm -hmm. pulling in the resources needed to get the job done. So I assess those things and make sure that our team is regulated and ready to um, execute. So with Liz, you know, she is the brain, the visionary. She brings it down, and she outlines it for us, and we're able to take those things and and put put them into play. And working with um, all of the NBOs that are part of our, our team and partnership.
2: Now, collectively, both of you, you know, like we talked about, like, the Urban League and all these organizations, Do you think that the organizations are, it sounds like to me we're not doing the greatest job of telling people that we exist or is is that the reason? That's That's correct. That's
3: that's one of the main reasons. A lot of entrepreneurial training programs are kind of tucked within existing organizations and and maybe it is one of the components, but it's not maybe the thing that's on the shingle outside the door. So, So people have to find, you know, they have to find you. They have to really search, and we see that a lot. People will call G-Men and ask us where they can go to find services. So we had to come up with a solution to help people find the training in their area, not just in Atlanta but all over the state. So we have a solution for that. We also, one of our solutions is to make the sound of entrepreneurship louder in Georgia as a whole, uh with With each individual organization coming together, we are not only serving hundreds of entrepreneurs mm-hmm. we serve thousands that opens doors to our legislators as well as the larger business community and it It makes a a bigger sound when we can say there's seventy five organizations serving over eight thousand entrepreneurs across gotcha. the state uh, now, It's a problem as as a whole in the industry. people might know of the s b a But most Mm -hmm. people, uh, we would say that the services that are provided are the best kept secret in town, and we don't want that to be the case 20 years in. We think that's something that we should work on.
2: Now, do you think people in the South have a strong entrepreneurial spirit, or is this something we also have to foster?
3: Well, how shall we say it? We've been entrepreneurs for quite a while, Mark. We're just starting to maybe get paid, but we've been... All right, it. all right. That's right. We had
2: the, that's right. We had the Friday fish lady, the Friday candy lady. You
1: know. Absolutely.
3: Oh, wow. we've been, uh, entrepreneurship for uh, the persons in the South has always been a solution because the main businesses in the South are farming and food, and those have always been businesses that people have felt comfortable starting. Um, In addition to that, the South has a lot of African Americans who have been uh, kept out of the traditional uh, economic opportunities, so they found entrepreneurship naturally, and Mm -hmm. we see there's still a lot of uh, easier doors to open in, in the Southeast as a whole to start a business.
2: Let's talk about this policy work that you you know you mentioned that you you, you do too. How important is that, and what is that shaped like?
3: It's really important, Mark. The difference between states that are really uh, entrepreneurial focused that have uh, strong infrastructure are ones that have state funding, and that's why G for ten years had state funding. We most of the programs that exist now, you see funding from G during that ten year period. And that was the difference between you know uh, uh, them having to go after additional grants for them to create the opportunity to grow. Uh, if you talk with uh, uh, Grace Frick, she'll let you know that GMIN was the first organization that funded ACE, and now okay. ACE is a yeah, ACE is a multi-million hello. dollar uh, funding. At, hello. Yep, still here. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I was saying that ASEAN's was one of the first – they received their first funding from g and they have been able to capitalize on that and grow and now be able to serve the entire state. Um, again, almost every program, as they got started, g was there to provide services and support and technical assistance. And we're still doing that work today. We're helping organizations in the West Side. We're working with the Blank Foundation – to help them create programs. We're working with the city council to help them create programs. We're actually working with the governor's office of reentry to help them create entrepreneurial opportunities for returning citizens. And we hope to be able to do even greater work in the future as we go back to the legislators to see if we can get more funding in the state budget to increase and support
2: entrepreneurship. All right. So Sonia, Describe some of the programs, you know, feed on the ground programs that you currently run that help entrepreneurs.
0: Well, I would say what we do, as far as what she talked about with uh, the reentry program, we have something called RTI, um, Regional Training Institute. And mm-hmm. we've done that across the state of Georgia. And we're actually doing our final one, which I am traveling from right now, in Albany. And that's bringing and conve- uh, uh, convening across you know, great resources from, you know, BCA to uh, the city and the, the mayor. Um, we have financial institutions, SBA, um, our sponsors, and they all come and convene in one room to give what is needed to the same resources and the same people that are trying to get their business started or, you know, reacclimate back into the work field from, you know, uh, their being a return citizen, as as Liz has stated, mm-hmm. so what we would do is go ahead and set those up and work cohesively and partner um, and co-host these events so that they're very effective and people walk away with some valuable information and not just to understand what it takes, but how to do it and what resources they need to go forward. So that when we you know leave a footprint there and we step away, they're able to be successful. Um, and gotcha. even has. Done
2: you see these re-entry type programs being very helpful um, to the people that are coming back into society?
0: Yes, very, very helpful. You know, you work together. It takes collaboration. Mm -hmm. Um, And they need a voice. They need somebody to take their voice and and, and establish it and and put some solutions together. So we're we're that part that takes those um, resources that have services, direct services that they provide, and then we connect them into those who need the solution. And when that connection is made, that's when the change happens. That's wow. when the difference is, is, is made with those returning in. And then they're hopeful um, and right. they want to continue that type of work. And we always look for those type of programs to be engaged in.
1: Wow. Man,
2: 20 years. I just I keep looking at this 20 years. It added a long time, you know, do a great <laughs> thing. So let's, let's talk about this this celebration y'all get ready to have, let's talk about this. What's going to happen with that? What are you going to be doing?
3: Well, I'll start it off, and Sonia mm-hmm. can jump in, and, and right. then I'll wrap it up. Uh, we're, mm-hmm. we're having a full-blown conference, uh, gala, celebration to first acknowledge the history. Uh, we're calling it uh, Celebrate, Evaluate, Innovate. Those are our conference like- themes.
1: We I like that to too, by the way. Yeah. I like that. First yeah. <laughs> of <is> all, we right.
2: <laughs> <She's laughs> want a to
3: visionary. celebrate the yeah. We we really want to acknowledge the people who put the work in to start the organization, who went to the legislators, who helped us to get that that initial funding for that ten year period. We sometimes there are unsung heroes who do a mm-hmm. lot of work on the scene. So we want to put a spotlight on some of those people and thank them and let them know we appreciate the work that they did. It's, uh, one of the people that you know, was our early, earliest supporter was Jane Fonda, and she helped us get started. She helped the field get started. She provided funding. She went to the legislators. She went to the philanthropic community. And because of her work, we have organizations and entrepreneurs today who are still burgeoning. So we want to just acknowledge those people who started the field. Then we 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 have to do some evaluations, and that's what we're going to do in the afternoon. And I hope everybody brings their uh, uh, tissue with them because we have some <laughs> sad news. <laughs> I'm going to bring tissue and put it on everybody's table because the state of business, particularly in the African American community according to three different researchers who we have as a conference, is really, really abysmal. And we don't want to let it stay that way. We think there are solutions. If we know the truth, we think we can really look at it and start making some adjustments and look at the credit issues and look at the barriers and look at the reasons why businesses aren't growing and look at the reasons why people cannot hire and, Stabilize their business. So, we're going to just actually bring a mirror and bring some tissue and deal with some of the reasons why businesses are not growing. And then in the afternoon, we're going to shift and talk about innovation. What, what, why, what are some new things that we can bring to mm-hmm. our training? For some new opportunities. What's happening in California that could also be happening in Georgia? What are some IT gurus that are ready to help us move business to the next level? Mm-hmm. What are some industries that businesses need to consider going into? And don't make any more jewelry. Don't you know? Don't don't bring another piece of purple cloth into the room. It's time for us to shift and think about mm-hmm. what are the industries wow. that are coming that we need to bring our businesses in. So after we've done all that hard work. We're telling people to bring their dancing shoes and stay and participate in our awards gala, which will be that evening, and that's another opportunity for us to celebrate, celebrate entrepreneurs, celebrate organizations like the Urban League and ACE and uh, mm-hmm. Goodwill and all the organizations that provided services as well as entrepreneurs. And we want to top off the entire uh, conference with a a wonderful um, opportunity for us to network and celebrate Mm -hmm. each other. Then we'll transition over to Saturday, and you can talk about that.
0: This is my love. I am a passionate person when it comes to health and wellness, and those who know me know that the truth is close and very dear to my heart. So along with that being, I'm an entrepreneur, so I'm able to take, what I do as a business for a personal trainer, health coach, and nutritionist, um, and I have a, a 5K that I can go ahead and take the audience, what our, our, our um, entrepreneurs within the community, and ask them, do you have an idea about a business? Are you a business mm-hmm. owner? Do you want to grow your business? You know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: well, let us help you run your business with the 5K. And this actually is the theme, run your business. And they will come and they will display and showcase who they are as an entrepreneur. It gives them an opportunity to network with others within the community. It also gives them an opportunity to get access to resources like Startup Factory, and that is what we are uh, going to be part of our route, and we are partners with them. Uh, And with that, they're able to learn about the training resources, capital, credit, Um, some of the women, you know, the owned, businesses have grants that are available to them. So they're coming to run for help. they're coming to run for funds, but they're also coming to run to understand how to be an entrepreneur and a business owner. So we're still being able to reach out to this community in a healthy way. Um, wow. I just thought it was brilliant to be able to do that. and I uh, know that on September 16th we're looking for all of those to be able to come out and join us in this um, venture because we believe that healthy companies managed by healthy owners Make a thriving, healthy community. So that's what we're going to be doing on that Saturday to help with some of the culmination of the whole conference itself.
2: So even if even if they're not runners, they can come walk very fast. How about that? They can they do come that. walk very fast. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> and, no.
3: and we already have your uh, your space reserved. I know we haven't received your registration for the run yet, but I know it's coming. <laughs> I'm, gonna so I'm, 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 gonna there,
2: I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. Okay. That's not that's not that's not through <laughs> <my student laughs> that walk very that fast in awesome. there. That's not through the walk very fast. All would right. Be
1: awesome.
2: But I, I tell you what, you've hit on so many things, you know, because you know, even as a business owner, without your health, nothing yeah. else really matters. And, yeah. you know, it's so funny because a potential client can look at you and see if you're healthy and decide whether or not to do business with you. You know, yep, your yeah. skin, the way you carry yourself, your energy level. And, you know, and sometimes they don't know why they're making the decision not to do business with you, but it's based on the aura that you're putting off about how healthy you are. And that's why I think working all this together is so, so important. So I tell you what we gotta do. We gotta do a great job of getting the word out, getting people to the to your events all that week one, because
3: one other event, Mark. We want we our health is extremely important to us. We know our businesses are important to us. But we also think there's another core piece that's sometimes missing with uh, the whole entrepreneurial ecosystem. So we're inviting the faith community to also participate mm-hmm. with us on Sunday. We're having Business Sunday, Georgia. And okay. all we're asking the faith community to do is encourage the entrepreneurs that day, maybe pray for them, uh, wow. maybe have the entrepreneurs listed in the bulletin or allow them to uh, display their items in a business uh, in the fellowship hall. Uh, we've invited the Muslim community. We've invited the synagogues. Wow. We've invited wow. everyone to participate in this Sunday on September the 7th. All they have to do is register. And we'll send materials to them for their bulletin, for announcements um, that's appropriate for their faith so they can be a part of the Business Sunday initiative.
2: So the Celebrate Elevate and Innovate, you you really mean (laughs) that. Yeah, I mean, this is outstanding. I mean, we really need to celebrate your, your 20 years, but we really need to get a lot of people involved in it. That's why I was so excited when Erica talked about, you know, what she's doing with you. and But I tell you what, I'm going to do what I can to get the word out. Um, Thank you. I might be I might be calling you to get on a couple other, you know, other people I know that are doing podcasts and radio shows. I'm going to try to get you on those shows because people need to hear what it is you're doing because it's it so, great. so important, you know. Um, and I, I listen to everything you said just, there's not enough people here working together. We're all working, but I guess working as one voice. Uh right. for, for, particularly when we start talking about policy, that's where we fail right. sometimes. Uh we don't understand that's how the game is really played. And it's played with policy. All right. Hmm. And and that opens up many doors. So um and I don't know if you're planning on having a session on how important policy is during the conference, but that'll be Me just too. something I Okay, great, because I'd love to learn more about that myself. We're going, to
3: bring, we're going to bring experts in the area of policy. We're also going to have uh, some of our funders there. We're having a funders roundtable so they can let us know some of the uh, things that are on their place, their initiatives that we can partner with them on. Uh, we've invited government officials to attend, and we do have some uh, p- potential candidates. Who have agreed to come and share their vision
1: for okay. business
3: development? Yeah, so we're excited. We we try to. I, I don't. I hope Erica hasn't told you. I I'm, I'm just so excited about it that I've been kind of driving people. But it's mainly hey. because I want everybody to have access to opportunities. I want people to be able to work and make money and be able to create wealth for their families and be able to utilize their skills to. Create new opportunities for the
2: community. So I'm I'm driving a little bit, but it, it's a right. cause, so. right. <laughs> as as it's for good cause. It's all right. It's all right. good cause. I mean, it's, it's, it's not, They never said the road would be easy. There you go. Thank <laughs> you, we come this far by faith. All right. So if you, you know, but I I truly believe in what you're talking about. I've seen you in the community, Elizabeth. You know, every meeting I go to, there you are. You know, you're right. involved in a lot of areas. But I, I appreciate the work that you're doing. I appreciate G-men, and I appreciate the fact that we're gonna all be able to celebrate together this this great yeah. 20 year, you know. Um, and I thought like you're bringing all these other organizations together. That's what's really gonna be kind of cool
1: um, because
2: yeah, yeah. You know, I know Grace and you know it's uh you've helped a lot of people. So it's, it's time yeah. to take it to the next level. So tell me to tell yeah. us how can people find out more about this? Where do they go to find out more uh, so that they can be a part of this?
3: Uh, They can always go to our our easy ways, our website. We have all of our links to our uh, various activities uh, for both the uh, business Sunday, the run, the uh, conference, and the gala. All of that information is on our website. More information and specifically uh, the dates and times and locations Uh, If only for the location, I'm telling you, Mark, if only for the location people sign up for this conference, they won't be disappointed. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're having a conference at the Allen Entrepreneurial Institute. Oh, man.
1: He's
3: rolling out the red carpet for us because he's passionate about entrepreneurship, so we are in sync with his big vision also. So just trust us on this one. If you sign you will not disappoint us.
2: That's a beautiful campus too. I mean, I had a tour of that last year. It's <laughs> outstanding. You're right. If only for the venue. Let's, yeah, yeah. That's if the only perfect. for the view, but we're gonna
3: add so much more to it. Our right. website is georgiamicrobiz.org. dot uh, it's, org. It's all one word: Georgia jeorgiamicrobi J e o r g i a m i c r o b i z dot org. Or people can go to our Facebook page. Uh, and Sonia has done an excellent job of making sure that if you click on our page, you're going to have access to a link to the conference, to the run, and to our Business Sunday activities. They can call our office. Uh, we are available pretty much 24-7. Or if, we, if we don't answer it, we'll call you right back and we'll give you information or you can come down and visit us. We're right there on Mitchell Street, right not not too far from Freedman Shoes. Everyone knows where Friedman's is. Everybody knows where <laughs> Friedman's And our newest yeah. neighbor is the stadium. So if you know where the All stadium right. is, where our office is. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I am going to probably replay. I'm going to cut this interview out. I'm going to send it to you so you can add it to your site. But I'm going to re- be replaying this thing up until the. Because people really need to hear what's going on here. And any flyers you have, anything you want me to send out, I'll get it out. Well, we got to get to where I think it's going to be great. It's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. Well, one thing
3: we love to have big friends, big friends with big footprints, and Urban League is definitely one of those big friends with big footprints. So we're happy to uh, share this opportunity with you. We appreciate you sharing it with others. And if anyone has any questions about any of our activities, feel free to reach out to us and we'll be uh right right on it.
2: All right, ladies. Well thank you for taking the time this evening to come out and let me talk to you for a little bit and we may be talking again as we get closer to this, because you're probably gonna be coming up with some new stuff that you ain't mentioned today.
3: Okay, so, that's, uh, all right, let's
2: I feel that happen. we
1: have <laughs> Okay.
2: We're gonna make it happen. All right. Thank Elizabeth, thank you. Thank you. Alright, talk it. to you later Alright, okay. bye. Bye. bye Wow I tell you what When you listen to The enthusiasm and the passion That both of those ladies have for what they're doing You can understand Why this conference Is going to really be That great All right. So stick with me I'm going to be uh, marketing this thing if you want more information, you can go to their site. You can contact me. I'm probably going to be putting a link on my website so you can contact them about this event. But we got to work together. we got to celebrate, elevate, and innovate. I've been using that a lot. I like that. All right. So this is Mark Farham, Cat Builder Talk. We didn't do an hour show, but it's not always the quantity. It's the quality. And tonight, you heard some quality information. So celebrate G-Men's 20 years of entrepreneurship in Georgia with them in September. This is Mark Parham, Cat Builder Talk. I look forward to our next encounter.
1: This evening on the Cap Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark E. Parham. It is our mission to provide you with the information you need to make educated decisions. Decisions that will help you walk in your purpose. We are here every Monday evening starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Please post comments on Facebook.com. Ford slash builder talk. We hope you enjoy the show.